Hi everybody, it's Nechama Siderson. We are on Parsha Shemos. Shemos starts the story of Paro and the Jews, the enslavement, the exile, and it's going to lead into this whole story of the Makos, the Ten Plagues, and it's a pretty exciting story. It's the Passover story. But what I want to talk about is quoted from Rabbi Victor Miller's Sefer, his book on Shemos. And Rabbi Miller quotes the Ramba, Maimonides, who says that Paro, who is kind of a key player in the story, if you know what I mean, Paro is actually a mushal, a parable to our Yetzirah, to our evil inclination. How so? So Rabbi Miller takes a deeper look into how Paro operates. So let's look at that, okay? I'm just going to skip a lot of the story to the part where Moshe is shepherding his father-in-law's sheep in the desert and bumps into the burning bush. You know that story? And what does Hashem tell Moshe the burning bush? He tells him, go to Egypt and, you know, get my people out of there. Go to Paro and tell him to let my nation out. So Moshe goes with his brother Aaron to Paro. And he doesn't immediately say, let my nation go. Really, he really just asks for three days that the, that the, the Jews should be able to go to the Midbar, to the desert for three days, and have a Chag, have a, have a holiday to celebrate with Hashem, rejuvenate. Not only does Paro say no and pay attention to this, he actually, at that point, makes the Jews' workload much worse. Whereas before, the Egyptians handed the Jews the straw in order to make the bricks. Now, they also had to gather the straw. Okay, now look deeper into this. Paro did not increase productivity here. He was not coming out with more bricks at the end of the day. All he did was make them work harder. Why? And this is the answer. This is the key here. Paro's goal was not productivity. His goal was to make sure that the Jews did not have an uprising or escape from Egypt, okay? And he knew that the only way to accomplish that and make sure they didn't do that was if they were too busy to think. He didn't care about the number of bricks they were making so much as he cared that they would get up at the crack of dawn, work with backbreaking labor the entire day, and go to sleep and just fall into complete, utter, you know, exhaustion, that's it. No thinking and there, there's no time to think. When would, be, when would there be time to think in that, in that schedule? There wouldn't be. And he knew that that was the way that he would make sure they would not be contemplating, you know, escape and getting out of there or making an uprising against the Egyptians. And that was his key. Now, this, says the Rambam, is the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is here through the ages to make sure that we are too busy to think. Because when we are too busy to think, we don't have time to contemplate the real reason for our creation. What is that What is that real reason for our creation? Why were we created? Do you have an answer? Masila Sasharim says, we were created in order to have a connection and a relationship with our creator, with Hashem. And Hashem gave us this gift and this way of just human nature is that we get consumed and busy with the things that we need to do in order to live. And not only that, do we can get consumed with just, you know, even mundane, just making money and the house and the stuff. But we also are consumed with spiritual pursuits. Could be chesed, could even be davening. <laughs> it could even be learning Torah. It could even be spiritual pursuits. Sometimes we're so consumed with the action that we forget the whole reason of creation is to actually connect with the creator. Why am I learning? Well, who am I davening to? And if we don't think about that, then we have missed the boat. We have missed the boat. So, Rabbi Miller suggests 
that in order to overcome this test of life, which Hashem created it with the system very, very systematically, the Yitzhahara is there to hide the whole reason for creation because if it was so obvious, we wouldn't have a test and life is a test. So Rabbi Miller suggests that when we're at a red light or sipping our coffee or walking down the block or doing anything that doesn't take up too much of our brain, we have to try to tune in to this exact thing. Hashem is my creator. Hashem created me. Hashem is watching over me. Hashem loves me. Hashem created the world. Who is in charge of this world? Think about Hashem. Connect to your creator. And by that, doing that, you'll be overcoming the Pharaoh that has lived throughout the ages. Thanks for listening. Have a great Shabbos.